Jeb. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't. I don't know if we have a, a thing to coast in on. Um, I'll just say uh, welcome, welcome everyone to uh, to Game Busters. Uh, I know we've had a few weird couple of weeks. Um, if you, if anyone's over in the U.S., things have been on fire a little bit, but the fire is smaller now. <laughs> um, Congrats, guys! It's, 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 is it livable? It, is it livable fire? No. Now, what it what it feels like is that like I've been living in a building that's been actively on fire for four years, <laughs> and I finally have made it out. And the building's not on fire anymore, but it is is—it is so damaged and decaying, I wouldn't want anyone to live there still. <laughs> but, like, at least it's not on fire anymore, huh? I mean, I don't know. I've been following American politics for a while. Isn't, it, isn't there always a little bit of a fire going on? There, there ha- we've, we have actually been on fire since, I think, 1860, uh, when the Civil War started. I mean, you've got to be used to it by this um, point. Oh, yeah. I've, I've sort of adapted. <laughs> and, I mean, like, I don't know. Is... Maybe it's like, is, this is our, I think this is just like our natural state. <laughs> like anything else, like a, t- a time of peacefulness and prosperity would be a lie, I think. <laughs> but I mean, you got to look on the bright side. You you guys, it seems a bit better now. I mean, we, we weren't going to record this episode at all this week. Um, and then for com- yeah. completely apolitical reasons, you conveniently felt like recording. Uh, when, yeah, I, uh, due to no news whatsoever, you know, we're very apolitical yeah. podcast here. I was really excited because I did get to watch the um, the president talk yesterday, and I didn't cry during it. Oh my god! Um, yeah, well, that's a win. It's we've got to celebrate that. I have a fun. I have I have a fun sort of a, a sort of a fun joke. Uh, everyone's saying it's a funny one. They say uh, uh, Joe Biden walks into a bar, but he trips because it has been set so low. <laughs> oh god! All right, I, I've got another one. This one's terrible. Alright. Why can't Trump go back into the White House? Uh, why? Because it's for Biden. I feel like that works better when it's <laughs> typed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it, though. <laughs> um, I saw a lot of good Among Us stuff with, like, Orange was ejected, oh, which yeah. I really enjoyed. Yeah, my, my like, sister... Uh, my sister's only 12 and British, so I don't know why she's following it. But she, she texts me uh, saying, in all caps... Uh, Orange was faking tasks. He was ejected. Like, well, thanks, sis. <laughs> so that made my day. Yeah. That's how I found out the news as well. Incredible. Um, yeah. So uh, let's let's get into it. Um, so yeah, this is Game Busters again. Typically, it is a podcast where we like hone in on a game and kind of talk about it and how cool it is, or maybe how we hate it, um, or like. I don't think we've done any that we really hate. I think we've done some that have sort of trapped us against our will. Um, yeah, I'm just and, trying to um, think back, and yeah. I think we've we've got like a love hate relationship with some of them. Um, like yeah, F- Fallout yeah. Four being a big one. Like I talked a lot, I've talked a lot of smack about that on this podcast, but I've played it so much. So yeah, and like I think Pokemon Sword and Shield is another one yeah. that sort of like yeah, Sonic. I'm def- definitely in an abusive relationship <laughs> with Sonic, and we're not um, ending it anytime soon. No, absolutely not. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, we're today we're gonna do something a little different. Oh, and this is uh, my lovely co-host Ree, as always. Hey, yo. Hey, we don't have any guests today because we're gonna be. I want this to be a little bit cozier. I want everyone to just kind of listen. Everyone, close your eyes if you're listening right now. Okay, close your eyes. If you're at home, I want you to reach down and slowly take off both of your socks. <laughs> just set them to the side. I want you to kind of lean back into your couch and just kind of like take a big, big old whiff of the air 
I want you to feel it in your lungs, and I want you to hold it there, and then slowly expel it. If you are in the car listening to this, then uh, do not do any of those things, or you will crash. That's say, if you're on like public um, transport too, then don't, because you will get a big breath of corona. Oh yeah, if you're on if you're on public transport, I mean, I guess first of all, get off. <laughs> um, uh, if you're on public transport, you're probably not over in America <laughs> because we don't have it. Oh fuck, yeah, forgot um, about that. Yeah, that would be dope. Ah, I've I've spent a lot of time in Europe. I, I studied abroad in Germany too, and like, I, man, the this the the whole public transport thing was just like it's just mind blowing to an American. Like I love it's so obviously it's great like that you can, you know, go somewhere without owning a car. Um, it's uh. I, I I just like in Germany the buses are so punctual. Have you been to Germany? I have once actually, and I was I was amazed by that. Yeah, in Europe they really get the whole public transport thing down. Like we have it here, yeah. but it's it's like we very reluctantly have it. Everything's very incompetent. Uh, do you like not consider yourselves like part of Europe just in the general sense anymore? Well, I know you're not in the European Union, but like I guess in a way we sort of do, but we're like the the ugly child of Europe who like what I've heard is that you are to Europe what Florida is yes to us. oh my god no that's that's the perfect way to put it because like what we're technically we're technically European but when everyone talks about <laughs> yeah. the virtues of Europe they are things we don't have <laughs> like good public transport <laughs> okay. like healthcare that well, I mean we've got health, like free healthcare and I like, count my blessings for that but like fucking yeah. how they're doing everything when, uh... they can to take that away so I've been to the UK only for like three or four days, I think, but uh, I I have spent, uh, I spent like about 10 days in, in Ireland, like Ireland proper, not England, Ireland. Oh yeah, real Ireland. Real Ireland. And I like, honestly, like, and I'm, I'm sorry, I don't want to be like super rude, but like Ireland really just feels like all the good parts of England without the bad shit. Oh my God, it so is. I mean, I was there this week and I was amazed. It looks beautiful. It's like so good public transport and everything it's, it's such a nice place it is. Yeah. and everyone is so friendly weirdly they are. i don't know why oh my god when i was walking through this uh village like everyone would just say like hey and stuff i was like what like if you did that in london they'd punch you in the face yeah and there's a burger king on every corner <laughs> i didn't actually notice that um i i did weirdly notice that there's a burger king like every three miles on the highway nice um uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's get into video game. So, we're doing sort of a casual episode, we're just gonna, like, kind of reflect last-gen colon reflections, right? And, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about, like, what we're looking forward to also. So, like, I think I, I do kind of want to start off on that. So, next-gen consoles are launching this coming week. Um, you may already have one in your hands. And, oh, you know what? Back to what I was saying, if you are at home, I, I want you to, to hold the console for a second. <laughs> I want you to feel the heft of it in your arms. They are ch- they are chunky. They are chunky boys. Uh, okay, let's let's talk a little bit about that though. Like, do you how do you feel about like the uh, the aesthetics of both of these? See, I actually really like the Xbox Series X design. It's so basic. It's just like the slab, this gaming machine. I like it. Whereas yes. the PS okay. the PS Five is it's a Wi Fi router. I'm not I'm not vibing with that. The PS5 is coming at you straight from the year 2036, <laughs> and the rest of my house is not, like, prepared for, like... what. When I look at it, all I can think of is, like, the chrome future in Spongebob <laughs> with Squidward, like, curling up. It so is! Oh my god! <laughs> um, 
And, like, I, I think that, like, I agree with you. I like the Series X look a lot because, like, people are like, well, you just want another black box? I do. Yes. I genuinely do. Everything That's else all is. I want. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at my PS4 right now and my Switch. It's just, like, it's the PS5 is going to look so weird next to them. Oh, yeah. And I'm wondering if the rest of the technology is going to have to just adapt and become, <laughs> like, little PS5s. Oh, please don't. Um, no. Also, the wings are detachable, by the way. What? And you can replace them. Oh. Yeah, but but Sony is shutting down any anybody who's trying to sell new faceplates. Oh, of so course. So they're definitely going to be selling their own. Okay, like I 100% hope that that isn't a trend for this bloody gaming generation where like this whole thing of shutting down fan projects, you know? I I, I want that this to be the generation where companies start fostering their gaming communities, you know? Yeah, they're going to be really good about that, and capitalism isn't going to yeah. win out. Um, <laughs> I, I think one thing like is that okay. I'll, I don't know if you saw this also, but the PS Five doesn't have the ability to like back up your saves anymore. What um, really? Yeah, the only yeah the only way you can do it is through the PS Plus cloud saves. Oh, wonderful <laughs> innovation right there. So like. It's, it's fun because, like, basically Sony took a look over at Nintendo and was like, it's going well for them. Let's just do that, too. Oh, God. Um, if you had, if you remember the Wii U, you were able to back up your saves onto a flash drive. Uh, but, like, the Switch only lets you back it up to their cloud. Um, I'm gonna so sh- that's really exciting. Yeah, I'm going to, it does Xbox. Uh, can you still back up, like, without? Yeah, cloud? you can. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Xbox has a really nice little feature. I don't know. Have you looked at all at like the UI and like the reviews of people using them? I have heard good things about the Xbox UI. I haven't so much looked into the PS5 one. I think I'm not vibing too much with the PlayStation UI because like it it's just like I don't know. Like you you, you mouse over a, a game and then it's just like Ratchet and Clank, and it's like the whole screen is that. You know? Oh, it's, um, see, that's what I don't like about Netflix UI. You know, where it's like you're just scrolling through, and it auto plays and takes up the whole screen. Like, let yeah, I'm that's exactly what Let me be in. indecisive. Um, there are there are some positives and negatives to both. I've heard the quick resume thing on Xbox is really cool, which is something that I genuinely like didn't realize I needed until they mentioned it. But like. That basically means that you can be playing, like, ten different games at once and, like, just keep resuming them without, like, closing the game. That's insane. I mean, I have heard that while PS5 doesn't have quick resume, it is still very quick, so it's not, like, frustrating. Is that true? Right. No, yeah, it's very quick, but, like, the thing is that, like, it doesn't have the ability for me to, like... Like, for instance, I usually, on my my Switch, I like to be playing, like, some... In, in handheld, I'll be playing some platformer thing, and then if I dock it, I'll switch to something else kind of a thing. Yeah. But, like, it would be so nice to be able to, like, if I'm, I'm playing Katana Zero right now in my handheld time, and, like, if, if I was able to pause, like, to just, like, close that out and then, like, resume the exact same place later, like, without having... It's not even a question of, like, the time and loading up the game. It's just cool that, like, you can jump back into the same level you were at without worrying about save points or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing a lot of older games this year. And, like, I mean, obviously back in the day it was having to get to save points and everything. Then it became remembering to save. It became auto-save. But now I feel like... I really feel like Quick Regime is going to be the future. Um, Maybe not this generation, but I feel like everyone's just gushing about how amazing it is and how... Um, they yeah, like you said, you, they didn't know how to live without it, 
that I think come next generation, that will just have to be a thing of standard. I would like to hope so anyway. Yeah. Um, the... I, I, sorry, I just saw reports that people have received their Xboxes today. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, okay, great. Uh, apparently, Best Buy uh, orders in... Uh, let me see. Uh, where are they coming in? Uh, oh, people in apparently in, in the U.S. are from are getting their Best Buy orders today. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, nice. I think that makes sense just considering the logistics of, like, shipping out, like, five million units of one console during a pandemic. Like, do it over, like, start early, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm impressed this is happening at all. I didn't think we'd be having a major console no, this I, year at all. I, I definitely didn't. Uh, the, I, I don't know. So what, what, I guess what I want to talk about at the beginning here, besides just kind of vamping for, I guess, maybe 20 minutes now, is what, what, what games are you looking forward to most? Like, the Easy Allies have this thing called the Desire Index, and they, like, like how much do, like, you have to look at this thing and, like, how much do I desire it? Like, out of 100. I guess I'm really excited for the Xbox lineup, purely because I'm a sucker for Bethesda and Obsidian. Um, so I'm really looking forward to Avowed. Uh, that is high on the Desire Index. Um, also, whatever happens next in the Outer World series... Whatever happens next in the Fallout franchise, Which is, yeah, yeah. I, I I have to say, like, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm being pessimistic slash optimistic. I'm being both pessimistic and optimistic on this assumption here, but because Xbox now owns the Fallout IP and Obsidian, I think it would be a fucking waste of their time to make another Outer Worlds game at the moment. Oh yeah, like I I agree. I'm only I'm only saying like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next in Outer Worlds because even. Like, I don't know, I'm very cynical, I, I don't, as much as I would love Obsidian to have another go at the Fallout franchise, because that's what Outworlds was, it was just like Space New right. Vegas. Um, space Vegas, yeah. yeah. So, that, I mean, if, if... And it was okay? Yeah, it was, it's it's easily the most disappointing Obsidian game I've played, but that's more of a testament to how much I love Obsidian games. <laughs> yeah, it was just because I was so hyped for it, yeah. it's not like it was a bad game. Yeah, it, it wasn't a bad game at all, um... Uh, what else? Oh, the next Fable game. I'm insanely hyped for that because they finally got rid of the old uh, guy behind it, Peter Molyneux. <laughs> Very excited. <No. laughs> I know. I love him, but also... The famed creator of Spore. <laughs> I love that man, but also he should be kept away from a microphone for the rest of his life. Bless him. Um, so I'm very excited to see what they can do with I've, that. Uh, let's see here. I've actually pulled up my... my uh, my most anticipated games definitive edition list here. Oh. Um, let's see what's on here. Um, let me see. Oh, sorry. I have another. Ah, okay. All right. So mine, uh, let me see some next gen stuff here. Uh, uh, how are you feeling about the medium? I haven't actually looked into much about that. I've been looking a lot at pre-existing IPs. I need to look at the, the new ones. Yeah. Like this one is cool. That's an Xbox um, one, but like, it's like from, uh, th this is the same team that did like uh, Blair Witch and Layers of Fear. Oh, so like okay, that sounds. Like I feel it's like gonna scare the shit out of me. I'm I'm interested. It's it's probably gonna be very scary, but I think they historically have been sort of like swimming in sevens. <laughs> um, true, true. If, 
if they could if they could somehow pop out of that i would love for that and i know the silent hill composer is doing the music which is going to be really good um because like this is one of those projects that like xbox like funded entirely but like isn't publishing themselves so like they have like basically access to an infinite amount of money making it so you mentioning that has just reminded me how like that's what sony did with shenmue 3 for some reason um, that's another thing. I wonder, yeah. I wonder if I wonder if for some reason they'll fund another Shenmue game for the PS5. Like I, I, I what's weird is that like I've never played Shenmue, but like God, I hope they do <laughs> just because like to continue the legacy, dude. Oh God, I love Shenmue. I played the first two on Dreamcast. I haven't even got the third one. It looked pretty pretty grim, um, but I also just love. I just I just love everything about that game. I hope they fund another one. Um, yeah. Also, I wonder what because uh, Hideo Kojima recently said that he's working on a on a new game. Did he confirm whether that's another Death Stranding game? He said that it was. It somebody asked him if it was in the same universe as Death Stranding, and he like nodded politely, but like noncommittally. Yeah, I also said it was a dumb thing for me to ask, like anything coherent about. Like like we know anything coherent about it, yeah. Um yeah. I'm I, I think that uh I mean Death Stranding only came out a year ago today exactly, actually. Oh wow. Um but I I, I think that he's probably been hard at, so there was no DLC or anything, so I think he's been pretty hard at work on the next thing, um, which I'm very excited for. Uh do you know do you know the Spider Man? Do you know the Miles Morales? Yes, I've been really, really interested in playing that. I've n- I still haven't actually played the first one, but I've, ah. I've liked everything I've seen about the Miles Morales one. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad. I it's think doing, it's... I've, from what I've heard from like people that have managed to get their hands on it, it's really good. I like that. Like they actually like tackled the difference. Like I don't know if you saw this whole thing about how like, so you know, Spider Man, the original Spider Man, came under like a little bit of like scrutiny because of like kind of being very like cop apologist yeah you know yeah i had that and like in uh and like because every cop you meet is immediately your friend and like they all love you and like they're never they never do anything wrong and it's like (laughs) i I get it's a video game and that's conducive to the gameplay whatever whatever but uh, yeah um but in this game like the police sometimes they just don't like you and sometimes they will shoot at you and sometimes they will blame you for crimes you did not commit well, that's that sounds um, like a good development, you know, a bit more nuance. A little more, yeah. Apparently, there's a little more nuance to it, being that you know Miles is a, a, a half Latino, half black uh, uh, individual. I think he probably comes under a little bit more uh, scrutiny. That would be interesting to to look at actually, because I mean, on like a wider scale, I feel like the game itself was already held under more scrutiny because of this like stupid belief that. Oh, it's diverse, therefore it's political, therefore uh, anti-gamer. Um, yeah. So I'm sort of glad. Anything, it, anything politics is against gamers. <laughs> exactly. Um, just want to say again, we are a very unpolitical podcast. Ignore the first ten minutes. This is of an it. apolitical <laughs> podcast. We're pro gamer here. <laughs> gamer um, rights. Yeah. Uh, my, I think I've talked about this before, but my most anticipated game is obviously uh, Deathloop. Uh, I'm. I'm e- eating and sleeping and breathing for it. <laughs> um, uh, but anything, li- like literally anything that Arcane makes, I will buy the most expensive version of it, <laughs> uh, just as soon as I can. Um, the uh, uh, you we talked about you haven't yeah you haven't played a, a Dishonored or any of those. Um, no, although I feel like sad. I have because of that video we did. 
Yeah, true. Fair enough. Um, I don't know what what else are you looking forward to. I'm looking out here. Let me. I'm just gonna run through my my hype index here. Let's see. Uh, starting at the top, we have I have Deathloop, Breath of the Wild two, uh, Hyrule Warriors, yes. Age of Calamity, both of those, Persona five Scramble. Hey, Atlas, where is that one? <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard anything about that in a while. What's going on? It's there? been out for like almost a year in Japan. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they just are, and like they keep saying like it's 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 probably coming. Oh, don't worry, it's, 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 it's probably coming. Oh, speaking of games that are probably going to get released, I can't believe I forgot about Dragon Age Four. I'm the biggest Dragon Age fan ever. Um, oh yeah, I, like I always the one that where they did where they wouldn't even commit to the the tentative title Dragon Age Four. <laughs> they wouldn't. <laughs> So it, we know a Dragon Age game is coming. I'm, re- I I thought I wouldn't get hyped for it because we it's been in. I mean, Inquisition came out in 2014. That was that was a not like a generation launch title, but it was one of those games that was released both Gen Seven and Gen Eight. Um, and it's crazy that so that's how long we've gone without a Dragon Age game. Um, and I think it's coming out next year. I think Bioware have said. I think that's correct, is what I've heard. Yeah. Probably late next year. Uh, I, I, oh yeah, I know you're a big Mass Effect fan. How do you feel about that? They're making a Mass Effect Five. I'm. I don't, have they said Mass Effect Five? Because I, I heard about the remastered trilogy. Um, yeah, they said they are doing both of those. Ooh. The remastered trilogy is coming in spring, and then Mass Effect Five started development recently, so it'll be a while. So I think for like obvious reasons, I'm going to be a bit scared about Mass Effect Five because of what Andromeda <laughs> was. I'm guessing it's not. I wonder what they're actually going to do because they made it clear that the Milky Way story with Shepard was dead. That was over, and we're not going back to that. Um, but then Andromeda was just so like uninspiring that I can't imagine they're going to continue that either. Yeah. So I really cannot fathom what on earth they're going to do. Like maybe they'll do a prequel. It's, I don't know. It's wild that like I, I don't know if you were one of these people who. If people that like pre-ordered Andromeda and got the like season pass with it, like they never ended up making any DLC, they and didn't. so they had to refund everyone's season pass. God, no! I pre-ordered it and I got uh, like a little figurine of the vehicle in Ooh. it, the the Mako Mako Two, whatever. I think it's called the Kind of like I'm I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite pre-order figurine. Yeah, in the um, I keep it on my shelf as a reminder to never pre-order again. Um, <laughs> so. I- yeah, me too. I say six pre-orders. Okay. Um, Is that I what you? That, sorry, like, did you my... just say you have six pre-orders? On, no, pending I, right I, now? I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see if I. I'm trying to think if I have any pending. I don't think I do. Um, I did pre-order Bug Snacks, but then I ended up getting a review copy of it anyway, so nice. I, I pre-ordered it. Um, also, uh. Uh, I think the embargo is tomorrow, but um, Bug Snacks good. Good. Um, I guess I guess the embargo will be over by the time this is available. So yeah, yeah. Bugsnax is very good. Um, I I would probably I honestly like contextually what it is. I'd probably give it like an eight point five or something. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it's it's actually very fun. I I can I know everyone's memeing like it's the game of the year, but like honestly, it's it's good. It's really well made and it's it's fun and the characters are charming and great voice acting. Yeah. Really good. Like the I mechanics s- are fun. Like it just feels like it's like pokemon almost like but you're physically having to catch the pokemon in different ways depending on like how they they live in their habitat that's pretty much what it is so it's like pokemon except they actually like made meaningful change to the game over the past two decades yeah this is like honestly like a pokemon game and okay i will 
the second half of that story is that you eat them, obviously. But maybe <laughs> oh, we don't yeah. do that with I the think, Pokemon. I think we knew that twist was coming. Everyone was saying there was going to be some sort of, like, grim horror twist in there. There is there is a... I don't want to give that away. There is a... It's not horror, I would say, but there is a sort of dark fantasy ending to this story with, like, the grim truth of, like, how the bugs next came to be. <laughs> um, so, like, it, it's like, it's like a sobering reality more than anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so lo- look forward to that. Um... Okay, I think that I'm I'm gonna list off some more here. I'm looking for um, uh, Starfield. Obviously, I'm I'm a I'm big Todd fan. We we're all we love Todd on this I'm, podcast. I'm very hyped for Starfield because um, I mean this has been in the works for years. So yeah, this has been in development for like five years. I think I understand. And they they were like, hey, we saw you guys didn't like the last one too good, so this one's gonna be good instead. <laughs> we promise. Uh, by the way, he's ta- Todd. <laughs> He's talked a little bit about it, and like the mainly what he said is like one, we won't see any footage until the game is one hundred percent done. This time, oh, they're nice. not going to hype anything. They're not going to put out any like trailers or anything until the game is completely ready to launch. You, and you, then, you know, it's because Todd doesn't want that like lie compilation of him with Fleetwood Mac yeah. playing in the background. He he, he doesn't <laughs> he can't stand that being just, updated again. Every time that song plays on the radio, he just <laughs> he, he yells, "Shut it off!" You know, just like. <laughs> He, to nobody, even if he's alone in the car. He can't stand that video being re-uploaded with more entries. He, he just can't. Yeah, he did He did talk about the, um, like, Starfield's basically, it's, it's going to be, like, obviously, you know, open world RPG, same thing, but it, it's going to be, like, very focused on dialogue choices and, like, branching story paths, and he said that they're, um, they are they are sort of making sure that the the settlement building stuff works better this time, but they are making it also very optional. Um, so you don't have to really fuck with it at all if you don't want to. That sounds really good because um, I I like the settlement building. In I love it. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. So making it even better is cool. But also, I feel like my only problem with it is that I sort of did t- take a little bit away from the world because there were areas that I think could have been like non-settlement and had more npcs in it and be pre-built yes um so i think it was an i think it was a little bit of an excuse to not fill it out with stuff they had to make (laughs) yeah absolutely so i think if they fix that then the settlement building will be actually enjoyed by everyone else's time and i won't have to die on a hill defending it it's a weird thing too because because starfield is a lot of empty space right between planets and whatever like they're they said that the the whole map as one entity is like it is it is lar- it is larger than seventy six, but like there, the stuff is very concentrated. So like, you're kind of hopping from one place to another. I guess kind of an idea. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping it's really good. I think that's pretty much slated to come out next year sometime. So I'm keeping my eyes open. Um, the all right. I think that's probably all right. I'm just gonna yell some words here. Honorary mentions. Uh. Far Cry 6, uh, Cyberpunk, that's never coming out, Atomic (laughs) Hearts, Uh, Little Nightmares 2, Avowed, obviously, The Wolf Among Us 2, Oh, I I love The Wolf Among Us 1, but I I don't actually know too much about who's working on 2, so I'm sort of apprehensive. It is is Telltale, but it isn't the same humans, so we'll see if it's... It's fake Telltale, it's just reanimated Telltale, so... Telltale reanimation, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Kina. Kina looks fun. Bridge of Spirits. Uh, I mean, like, I think... I See, Kina just, again, strikes me with, like... I, and maybe this is a good thing to, to maybe segue, but, like... Uh, look. Yes, PlayStation keeps chucking out 9s and 10s across the board, right? No mistakes. Um, but every single game they have ever made 
is a third-person action-adventure uh, game with RPG elements. And it will, for the foreseeable future, continue to be. It seems to be the only game they are capable of making. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they keep, they keep again, nines and tens, they knock it out of the park every time. Where, on the other hand, like, Xbox has made, like, perhaps the most wide variety of games for any publisher in human history, but they're all coming in at, like, sevens and maybe some eights. Like, uh, I think in one month this year, didn't they, they released uh, Battletoads, Tell Me Why, Microsoft Flight <laughs> Simulator, and Wasteland 3, which is, like, an insane variety of stuff, you know? Yeah, that is. But, like, yeah. to be honest with you, I kind of prefer Microsoft's thing of... of getting out like stuff that's extremely diverse and is only okay <laughs> no I, I completely agree with that um also they've just got so many good studios under their belt they've really just gone to town buying studios so yeah I've, i mean they're 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 the rpg headquarters now they have, so like they have 100 percent learned from their mistakes from last gen of yeah, not having any uh, good games and just trying to be the, an entertainment system um yeah. so I've, I've i feel very good about i'm getting an xbox first before a ps5 um and i'm quite happy to do that so yeah i i have a gaming pc like i said so yeah i'm not going to be getting an that's xbox, the thing but... if you don't if you don't have if you have a gaming pc there's not really much for a reason yeah but i'm I, I can still join in on the fun i have subscribed to game pass for three years so nice <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm gonna get that all access deal. I think um, I'm so oh, okay, I'm debating yeah. on whether to do go for the Series X or S, um, which is ironic. Honestly, like the S. Okay, the the thing is that the S, like, also you have to, like, you have 300 gigabytes of storage, and you have to buy the expandable storage, which is 200 dollars anyway. Oof, okay. I think, you, I, I think you might be better off just getting a Series X. Yeah, because I know the monthly payments will be more. The same but amount. then once I'm done with the monthly payments, I could then buy discs. So that would be good. Um, yeah. But also, like, this is... I just think it's amazing how... Um, and I'm going to simp for Xbox a bit, which I didn't think I'd be doing this year. But I really like how they've made digital gaming more appealing rather than just this thing that, like, we're forced to do. Um, which I feel like the gaming yeah. industry has done before in the past when it's pushed these new trends. Uh, the reason I say that is because, like, earlier this year, I did an article where I was very critical of digital gaming... But then I was like completely won over with Xbox because they've just made Game Pass so so such a bloody good deal. Uh, all the games on it are amazing. It's just the concept of like if I get an Xbox, I can just have access for like a relatively low payment to just hundreds of games on day one. It's just so good. Yeah, it's. Um, I think some people, some reviewers have been saying like the absence of Halo is felt like they're not being a new game. Yeah. And, like, I totally believe that. Uh, I think maybe it's not the right time to get an Xbox, like, at this very second, but, like, it definitely will be uh, very soon. Um, I, I'm... Hmm. I think especially yeah, with Game Pass, they're, they're sort of playing the long game, I think. Because yeah. they can... I mean, with these studios they're buying, like... Am I right in thinking that all Bethesda games now are going to be on Game Pass Day 1 or something like that? Yeah, that's correct. They did say that. And from what I understand... Okay, so I've been... You know, you know, I'm always I'm always watching what Todd's doing, what he's saying, of what course. he's thinking. Of course. I mean, you're watching him right now, um, I'm sure. I'm going to turn off the camera, actually. It's distracting. <laughs> um, no, so I, I've been um, kind of trying to stay tuned on, like, what's going to be happening with the Bethesda acquisition. And, like, so I've I've realized that I think... <laughs> 
I think Todd Howard and and Phil Spencer might have slightly different ideas about what they're doing. Um, because uh, there was a basically there was an interview with uh, maybe a month ago now with Phil Spencer about like what he's he, and they asked him like, hey, are our game our Xbox or our Bethesda games going to be exclusive to Xbox? And he was like, I don't see why they wouldn't be, but I can't say anything right now. And then just two weeks ago, Todd Howard was interviewed and he was asked like, hey, is are Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six going to be exclusive to Xbox? And he said, well, I don't see why they would be, but I can't say right now. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, God. Um, I mean, I think yeah, the acquisition's still ongoing, so I guess they're writing it is. that out. And- they can't say anything firm yet, but, like, from what I... I and, and I think this makes sense, that Todd Howard wants the games to continue to be multi-platform, and Phil Spencer does not. I mean, imagine (laughs) if they have to sit Todd down and say, Todd, my man, you have to stop re-releasing Skyrim on other consoles. Like, that's going to be a deal-breaker. Skyrim for PS5 has been cancelled, by the way. Oh my god, really? Um, there uh, There was a listing for it, but, like, we haven't heard anything about it, and it kind of has disappeared. So, uh, I think that... From what I'm hearing, Sky the the like the PS5 Skyrim with like the enhancements is probably going, is probably maybe doesn't exist now. You can still play the PS4 version, yeah, like on your PS5. It's not on, and then like it's not good enough for Todd though, is it? I mean, it's yeah, not a no, fancy not. new re-release. And Todd, if you're listening, my man, I'm so sorry. Just take it easy today. Uh, we're here <laughs> for you. Uh, my inbox is another- always open for you. For sure. Uh, another thing that quietly happened was that. Um, Bethesda, or Xbox, I guess, actually said, like, hey, we're actually doing PS5 enhancements for the, ins- for, um, they're doing the Arcane Collection and the Wolfenstein Collection. So, like, the Arcane Collection is going to be Dishonored 1 and 2 and Death of the Outsider and Prey, all packaged together. And it's going to be, uh, all that stuff is going to have been reworked for, like, 4K, 60 FPS with, like, ray tracing and stuff. Oh, wow. Okay, that's cool. And that is exclusive to Series X. Oh, that's really good. Um, and same thing with the Wolfenstein games. It's, uh, you know, like, 1 and 2 and, and Youngblood, like, repackaged and refurbished like that with the same stuff. So, uh, yeah, you can already see that kind of starting to, to happen, um, which is, like, I mean, again, you can still play the old you can still play like the ps4 version of dishonored 2 on your ps5 but like um i i I am 100 the only things i can definitely see a world in which every bethesda game except for like fallout and elder scrolls is is exclusive and like those two game series kind of still stay multi-platform yeah i mean i can't Um, imagine like the uproar of elder scrolls and fallout went exclusive yeah and i mean like it's like that'll sell consoles though i mean those are console selling franchises so i don't know um all right uh let's we've been in here for a while been been vamping let's uh i'm gonna get to the meat of this which is uh, a battle a battle of wits of strength (laughs) of fortitude I feel like after Um, this week i'm stalling while i open the excel sheet (laughs) after this week i have got none of those traits so this is gonna be interesting oh yeah None of them describe me, uh, but hopefully they describe some of these characters. Um, so this is a little bit of a weird setup. Let me let me explain it here. Uh, what I have here, I've gone to Metacritic, and um, for the last gen, I've collected the top five rated games on PS4, Xbox One, uh, Switch, and then one column for multi-platform games. So there's a total of 20. These are ostensibly the best of the best. Uh... 
And what we're going to do for just sort of a fun time is starting at number five for each of these, we're going to take the protagonist from that game and see if they can see how well they would fare in the game above them and see if they can work their way to the top. So this will make a little more sense when we get started. Let's. I also want to give a quick shout out to um, to Xbox. Um, I'm sorry, guys. You guys have you guys didn't make any games. Um, <laughs> Oh. Uh, I now I, actually now that I'm looking at my list, I see that I counted both Ori games, which I was trying not to do <laughs> <laughs> because I just completely um, ran out of games. Um, what's another? What's another? You know, it's it's okay. We'll keep it. So let's start on PS4 though. It, a little bit easier to, to ease us into this. Uh, coming in at number five, number five highest rated PlayStation exclusive game, Bloodborne. So the hunter from Bloodborne is going to need to venture forth into the next guy, next game, the number four game, which is Uncharted 4. Hmm. Um, how, do, how do we think the, the player character from Bloodborne <laughs> is going to do an Uncharted 4? I think there's a lot of climbing in that, right? Yeah, so I was that, that's what I was thinking. Because at first I thought, oh, well, they've got this in the bag. Um, but then you said Uncharted, and that's a lot of platforming, that's a lot of climbing. Um, and I, if I remember correctly, you can't even jump in Bloodborne. Yeah, they're not really... Like, like yeah, it's... The protagonist is not known for their gymnastics abilities, so I no. feel like they will have... I mean, the combat's fine. Actually, no, shit, you're getting shot at, aren't you? So you got No, and I mean, like, I guess you could use your blunderbuss or whatever. Yeah, lot, but there's like, going to be a lot of ducking and rolling. But It's a lot of cover shooting. Yeah, so do they really stand a chance, like, against, like, 50 people? Do they guns? have any, like, specific powers that could, like, help them do platforming? I don't, I don't None know. None come I don't to think mind. So. so, like, combat no. is only a maybe. Platforming is almost a definite no. Um, yeah, I, I think I think Nathan Drake's going to have to venture forth now. Yeah. All right. So, because the hunter is going to get not really not going to be able to complete this game, we're going to pick up our new protagonist. Uh, so, Nathan Drake is going to come with us into the number three game, which is The Last of Us Part Two. Ooh. Um, okay. Which is already kind of the same game. Yeah. Um. I See? Okay, let's think back to the beginning here. Um, Nathan Drake, I'm just we're just gonna replace Ellie with Nathan Drake, okay? Yeah. Um, okay. So you know Joel gets his head broken at the beginning, and Nathan falls to the ground and screams. Um, is he? He's good at hunting. He's good at killing things, right? He he does good gun. Yeah, he's not like tested against zombies or anything, but. You know, he's got a good agility. I feel like he can hide from them. Um, he's yeah, obviously good the, at combat the... because, I mean, I've only played the first Uncharted and, like, you get swamped by, like, 20 guys with guns at a time and he just makes it for it, like, no problem. So, right. on that front... Oh, my cat, my cat, Allie, did hear her name and she came over here. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. But then I think, like, could he do a better job that, than Ellie did? I don't know. I don't know which one. I mean, I don't want to face them up against each other because that's not redundant. That's not the point of this game. Um, I to be. Oh. I think that he's resourceful enough that he could he could make it through this with the same tools provided to Ellie. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I think Nathan Drake could get through that game. All right. Let's 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 keep going. Um, this one might not be so easy, which is God of War. Oh. Um, okay. He's probably fucked here. Yeah. Yeah. Let me think, because I, I this is just a regular man. Um, this is not a god, uh, despite what some people may tell you. Uh, 
So he's, I, I don't even know that he can hold Kratos' big axe, you know? like He would struggle. He also doesn't have that recall ability to, like, pull the axe back to him, I don't think. Yeah, so he'd, like, um, drop it and then not be able to even get it back. And, like, sure, he's got guns, but, like, can they really do anything against the enemies in God of War? Some of them probably, but, like, I would say a lot of them know. Like, there's some, ju- there, you know, there's, like, oh, there's, like, the fucking rock titans and stuff. Like, you can't shoot them with bullets. I feel like if we were playing Devil's Advocate here, he could maybe just navigate his way through the world. If there's enough to climb on, but I suppose it's kind of a stretch to think. Yeah, he'd only get out of this situation. God, okay, rocks to climb God of War on. realistically is a story about uh, climbing a mountain. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it It is. And if there's one thing I have seen Nathan doing, it is a lot of climbing. I feel like at a, at a push, if he's in like peak performance, he could maybe be... The, what's, the fi- is there, what's the final boss of God of War? I never got to the end. Oh my god. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um... No, the, the final boss is pretty good. It, it's not... I don't think it's one of the big standout ones. Um, but it's a sort of a giant uh, titan kind of a battle. So... Yeah, he... Um, I it's, feel a like li- it's a little shadow of the Colossus in there. You do some climbing, you know? Well, I um, feel like which... he'd probably get to the end and then probably even, like mess it up there because he can't really run from that. The point of the game is to beat it. How so. does he feel about his son? He... I don't know if he'd be dad of the year. Um, I think he'd be a better father than Kratos, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I probably would, actually. So is, he... is being a good dad what it takes to complete... What is the, the win condition of this game, of, of God of War, is to reach the top of the highest peak of Jotunheim and spread your mother's ashes. In that case, I think, I th- I think he can do that, actually, yeah. I think, that with, I think he could maybe bypass all of the game part of it and just kind of focus on the climbing. I mean... You think I I don't know like you think you think you could do it if that's if that's the criteria for for success then I'll the, say the yes. thing is like that's yeah that's the win, it, like can he achieve the win condition with the tools provided to him I, I think so as I think if he just kind of stays quiet and sneaks for most of it until he gets there yeah you know what um, yeah I feel I feel like yeah Nathan Drake can do that yeah okay great he's advanced to the top spot into Persona Five Royal. <laughs> um, so Nathan Drake is, uh, kind of doing a fellow kids thing, right? He's like, he's going to high school. Um, he's kind of pretending to be a teen and everyone's just like, you know, nobody, nobody says anything, right? Everyone just acknowledges like, yes, he is a teenager. Um, I feel do like, you think, okay. The win condition of that game is killing God though. Yeah. And I feel like at that point, that's one problem he can't climb away from. So probably not. And also, Can... I feel like, like realistically, if I saw someone who looked like Nathan Drake in my high school, I'd call the police. <laughs> so yeah, he I might would also get... call the police. Yeah, he'd probably just get arrested, um, and be put on some kind of register before he even got to the killing god bit. That's actually true. I mean, it is a hundred hours long. There is plenty of time to catch him. Yeah, exactly. Um... So this, he he did manage to get through God of War, but I feel like Persona Five Royal might yeah. be the point that. He's Honestly, high school life is much scarier than climbing the highest peak in all of the universe. It so. absolutely is. I mean, as an adult, I wouldn't want to go back to high school. So no, I'm very scared of them. Yeah. I, I now I now understand what the My Chemical Romance song was <laughs> about. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. So okay, so I guess uh, Joker from Persona Five is going to be our our PS4 contestant. Uh, he's the most 
the most ostensibly the most powerful uh, character the PS5 or PS4 has to offer. I did not right, see it going that way, but I love it. Did not at all. But I mean, the fact that he's able to conquer high school does make me think he might actually be. <laughs> True. Um, okay, let's go to the Xbox One. So, uh, again, like I said, I did count Ori in here twice accidentally, um, but no matter. Um, hey, by the way, Xbox, I had, to sc- I had to go to the third page to find you five games you made. Oh, Xbox, come on. Okay, our number five slot coming in at the end here is Wasteland 3. Um, I don't know that I know any of the characters from Wasteland 3. Am I right in thinking the player just makes their own character in that? Uh, I'm gonna check right now. I feel like it's an RPG where you... Is a role-playing game where you... Is there a main character? Or is it a whole squad? The two characters you pick in the beginning are equal, and at least one of them has to survive, or it's a game over. So you have two protagonists. Well, that's... Yeah, so... Let me, let me look at this. Okay, so we've got two Okay, so you do, you, do, you do build a character, but you build two characters, I think. Okay. That's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, that is interesting. Um, okay, so we got a we got a tag team here. Let's let's take them in there. And I think Waste, Wasteland Three is is just Fallout, so we'll just go from that angle. So um, wait, what's the, what's the win condition in that game? Just so I can compare it to the rest. Uh, let's see here. Waste, let's see, Wasteland Three ending. Um, uh, it looks like uh, we're trying to take over Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. Um, okay, yeah, um, we're, 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 a, we're a, a gang, basically, in post-apocalypse Colorado, and we're trying to take over the region. I'm just gonna compare that um, to, like, the Hoover Dam battle in New Vegas or something. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, okay, so then we're moving up to the next game, which is Cuphead. Um, <laughs> um I'm already tempted to say no, because I've got no I'm mortal. already, yeah, I'm already feeling no, especially because, I don't, do, do you also feel like, just, like, by nature of it being, like, two-dimensional the characters from wasteland 3 would be just crushed instantly <laughs> i mean there's a, there's so much bloody dodging in that game and i feel like 3d beings are not gonna fare well in that yeah and now i know cuphead is extremely reliant on parrying like where you basically jump and then you like do a spin to block incoming bullets i'm not sure that the characters of wasteland are capable of doing such things yeah i mean also you gotta bear in mind that they are they are animated cartoons they can do movements which no human can do so they're, they're disadvantaged again yeah I, they even, also don't they also don't have like a basin on their head to collect water yeah i mean i mean you think in a post-apocalyptic setting that could come in handy so i'm surprised they don't have that but also i mean i thought like they had this in the bag considering there's two of them and I thought, oh, that's cheating. We can't let them have two. I mean, it's the same as... I mean, Cuphead is also a co-op thing, you know, with, like, Cuphead and Mugman kind of doing uh, their, their thing. So. Are, they, are they both going to progress? Should we keep this as a duo? I, I think I think we'll keep the duo thing going, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I think that, I think that uh, we're going to take Cuphead and his, his buddy Mugman up to Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, okay, so... These games are slightly similar in that they are... 2d games with platforming elements but i think that ori is more of a metroidvania yeah and cuphead is more of just kind of like a clearing levels thing um i i don't know i'm thinking about it though and like i've 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 not finished ori but um 
I, from what I understand and what I've played of it, I think Cuphead might actually do okay in there. Yeah, I mean, um, I feel like if he can survive Cuphead, he can survive Ori. Yeah, they, that's another thing is that Cuphead is like one of the most difficult games on this list. Like, if he can, if he can survive that, probably right. Yeah, I I'm, think I'm confident he'll he'll get through Ori. Yeah, the next one up was Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is just the same thing again. So, um, automatic I, win for him, I guess. I'll, I'll, now let's take Cuphead up to <sighs> the highest rated Xbox game, which is Forza Horizon 4. No, you're you're joking. That isn't. Absolutely not joking. Um, oh, hey, like, imagine... Bi- Can we just have a shout out to anyone who's defended Xbox this generation? Like, you have got guys, resilience. The patience. Honestly. That it would take. Um, okay, Forza Horizon 4. So Cuphead is driving a car. I've not played any of the Forza games. Uh, I know this is like an open world racing game. Um, is is this conducive to Cuphead? He's a two-dimensional boy. I want to get that out of the way. I feel like this... Can he, can he, drive, can he drive a car? He can't reach the pedals. So... He's he's already lost. I mean, so our two options at ha- here are he uses a human-sized car and then can't reach the pedals. Oh no, there's two of them. Mugman could be on the floor doing the the, the pedals. Oh, that sounds really good actually. I'm back on board and they could yeah. wear a trench coat. <laughs> they could. Oh my god, this, no this could work. This could actually work. Um, um I, I and not not just because I'm terrified that the Forza car is going to be our final contestant. <laughs> Oh god! I mean, it would have to be an automatic car because he couldn't be like. Is it called driving stick in America? Like a, a manual. Yeah, car? We, we call it yeah manual or stick shift. We call yeah. it usually. Yeah, like that. They. I feel like that would be too much for them. But you know, if it's automatic. They've got this. Yeah, they, I think they wouldn't be, be okay. able to stop. I... They wouldn't ever be able to stop driving. But... Well, that's not the point of Forza, to exactly. my understanding. Again, <laughs> have not played any of the games. So they will be driving for an eternity, but they they can still drive. Is the point of the game just to drive fast, faster than the other cars? I don't probably. I don't respect this game enough to even check. <laughs> I'm just... No, I'm gonna check for. I'm sorry. I know that there. I know that there are racing game fans out there. Um, there are just not any here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I. I. I'm sure it's a good game. I'm just angry that that's. Is there? The is this a game, game that has? Okay. Here we go. Um. No, this is not a game that you can finish. I didn't think it would be. Um, well, that this is not a game that has an ending. It doesn't matter then that they don't stop driving. As long as they you can, can drive, sort of they've won. Own, you can sort of set your own restrictions to end. Like, like It's like Mario Kart, right? Like, okay, I finished all the races, you know? Yeah. Okay, um, well, as long as they can go, then they've won. And despite everything, despite being two-dimensional, they have managed to drive. I think they're going to do it. I think they can do it. They're resourceful. They beat the big flower man with who spits, you know, corn at you. I don't, I don't, I didn't play Cuphead either. It's too hard. Um, <laughs> oh, typical gaming journalist right there. Uh, okay. Now, yes. And <laughs> yes. And I very purposefully do not choose to review games that I know I'm not going to be able to beat. <laughs> no, um, same here. Same here. That's why I don't review so, a lot of games. Yeah. There we go. The last, the last, the last game I reviewed was a dating simulator. So, Jesus. Um. Yeah. I'm. I mean, like Valhalla is not like exceptionally difficult, but I'm. I'm enjoying it so far. The reviewing that. I think the last, 
was the last thing I reviewed. I think Pumpkin Jack was before that. It was a fun time. Go if you actually Halloween's over. I wouldn't buy it anymore. Um, <laughs> no, I mean I do a okay. lot. I do a lot of previews of games, and there's been some good ones this gen. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's jump over to Nintendo. I know, I know some of you are saying like, is is the Switch even this gen or is it last gen? What's going on? And uh, I remember I was listening to the the reason I sort of honestly thought of this was the uh, on their podcast the Easy Allies were talking about this and were like, hey, is the Switch like last gen? And they went and checked uh, Wikipedia and apparently both the the Wii U and the Switch are both last gen and this gen. <laughs> well. Nintendo don't have to play by all They don't have to play by, yeah. They don't have to, they don't play by the generations. I think um, Ian on there said it best when he said that Nintendo stopped playing the game and by doing that, they won the game. Oh god, yeah, so true. So true. They tried to play the game by like being okay, we'll call our next console the Wii U, you know, like the PS4, the PS5 and all that. Uh, And they lost, so they just released something that looked absolutely bonkers, called it a Switch and it sold, so good on them. Yeah, the, um, also, I just remembered how insane it is that um, the the console generation that was like the uh, GameCube, Xbox, PS2 era, that the GameCube was like by far the most powerful console of among them, <laughs> which is just like hilarious in retrospect that Nintendo like was like, we're going to be the powerhouse. <laughs> um But yeah, anyway, so we are we're going to be counting switch into this just to make it a little more interesting and fun. Um so we're gonna start with number five, highest rated Switch. And by the way, these are these are like I said, these are games that were produced by by this console owner, like exclusives, basically. Or if not exclusive, yeah, I mean, I guess they have been exclusives. So um, for Nintendo, we have Fire Emblem Three Houses coming in at number five. Okay. Um, Byleth is uh, good at whatever I guess you need them to be at. Uh, uh, have you played Three Houses? I haven't. Do they play like the ta- the tactician role, like uh, Robin did? Yeah, yeah. It's it's this. It's basically the same. Now, I mean, you're also fighting, you know, on the field. But um, I'm yeah. I, I did play Three Houses. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it is. Violet uh, hmm, Bi- is definitely more of one of those blank slate characters from every JRPG. Okay. Oh, uh, where they kind of want you to just like project um, and not give you sort of any in info or, or character defining traits or, or moments um i honestly you know what i i don't know if i'm gonna i'm gonna launch an appeal here i don't know if you're interested but the characters that are the i think the real true protagonists of this game are the the three characters on the cover art who are uh claude and uh and edelgard and um and what's his face no idea dimitri Okay, um, yeah, I, I agree. They're probably the main characters because I see no one talk about Byleth. Is that how you say the name? Yeah. yeah I, I never yeah, see Byleth, anyone. Yeah. No one simps Byleth, so, but everyone okay. simps the main no one is Everyone's simping Edelgard, for sure. Uh, yeah. So each of those three have very well-defined characters that I think we can sort of work with, and they have specific abilities and stuff. So um, I think we can I think we can work with that. Um, so just for a quick reference, Edelgard is like the... Um, is like royalty and she's like in line for the, the the throne or whatever and then i guess spoilers for fire emblem three houses uh she basically the story is that she takes over uh she she launches a coup and like you can help her take over the kingdom or fight her she becomes a, a, a dictator and like wants to rule the world um 
Good and I, I'm, I honestly though, I'm, I'm on her side though because like, the 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 throne was like stolen from her. It's her birthright, and honestly, she'd make a better leader than the current one. Um, okay, pretty base. I'm, I'm behind that. So yeah, Claude is kind of like the funny guy, and he's like, <laughs> we're gonna work together and have a good time. I know, know. I, I already like, know that sort of JRPG like yeah. archetype. So yeah, I, I'm the prankster. <laughs> and then Dimitri is like, I'm so serious about everything. I have an eye patch. They took my eye. Oh, very. Uh, very they took my eye in the war. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Let's let's take these characters into the next highest rated game, which is of course Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Oh my god! See, with all those skills, can you see these just... three cooperating enough? To create, to build... get a five star town. Okay, listen. The win, yeah, the, no, no. The I think the win, the win condition to roll the credits on New Horizons is to get KK Slider to come do a concert on your island. Oh, that's three stars, isn't it? So... Yeah, the three. Yeah, it's three stars. Five, five stars is just like extra for you, but like three stars is what you need to like complete the game. But the so... thing is, I feel like with one of the trio trying to do a coup to overtake royalty might get in the way of their cooperation to build. I'm worried a about. I'm worried about them inviting KK Slider to the island and Edelgard killing him and saying, "No, I'm KK Slider now." <laughs> yeah, like that's really. I, I feel like Isabel will be having a bloody nightmare taking in the the resident surveys about what people think of the island. You know, um, Claude sounds like he'd be very well suited for this game. I think he would do well in here. I think Dimitri doesn't have maybe the patience to to sit and sort of watch. You know, as as the as pears grow on his trees over That's the course the of three days, like Claude will just be carrying, and I feel like the other two will just be actively hampering the success. They'd be stuck on one star forever, you know. I mean, yeah, imagine I'm... imagine if an islander comes in that Edelgard doesn't like. You oh know? yeah, she's definitely gonna have their head. Um, I don't want my my Animal Crossings to die, uh, so yeah. I I think I might say that we're gonna we're gonna stop them here. Um. I'm, I, I had an idea, uh, maybe we take Isabel with us into the next one. Yeah, the, the village is too much for a blank slate, really. Yeah, alright, so it, it actually works out really well, because, of course, the next one up, uh, maybe you can guess, that we're taking Isabel into. Oh god, what is um, it? It is Super Smash Brothers. Nice, and, uh, and she's already a And she's already there, Wait, she's what, already in there. What tier is she? I remember she was quite low tier, though. Let's check uh, the official... Uh, the latest ultimate tier rankings. Smash ultimate tier list. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where is my girl? Alright, I've, I've got one up here. Yeah, um, I've got one here too from proguides.com. Is that yours? <laughs> um, I was on Google Images actually. Why am I doing that? Okay, um, now Isabel is in the D tier, it says. Um, oh. Let's see. This is based on Character's performance in land tournament play, performance in comparison to other characters with respect to matchups, character's overall performance on the legal stage list and set procedures, and the character's individual attributes, strengths, weaknesses, and versatility. Uh, okay. So this was a... D- yeah. I've got an it interesting one like... here. I've got the mm-hmm. Eurogamer one, and uh, they've, okay. they've got five tiers. It goes from best, strong, good, average, and weak. And uh, Isabel's in the strong category. Interesting. So I wonder how they they rank this. It's almost like tier lists are a bunch of bullshit people make yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially if it's like based on tournaments, like they can take ages to change because people get very stuck in their ways. It's like melee. Like the melee tier list is still changing, 
uh, because people very suddenly realised that Pikachu was viable. So, yeah, I wonder how they oh. rank this. Okay, here's 8.0 after Min Min was added. Um, uh, I see uh, Isabel is now in the bottom tier, what? Uh, this apparently. Is, this is crazy, because the, the Eurogamer one was last month. Really? Okay. Then... Uh, Maybe this isn't a good way to determine if she can yeah, win. Yeah, let's dis- um, disregard Tearless. Does does Isabel make... Okay, there is... Well, luckily, there's story mode. Um, can Isabel make it through World of Light? Can she beat the big hand at the end? Um, she can. God, I've I've already forgotten. But she, she is very, very certainly capable of doing so. That's um, the thing. If you played as Isabel, like, eventually you could beat World of Light. Yeah, so absolutely. You could do, you know, all you right. could accomplish all the things on Ultimate Isabel, so she's won. I think we can give that to her. Yeah. Um, all right, we're on to um, Super Mario Odyssey now. Bear with cool. me here, Isabel. I haven't historically seen her do a lot of jumping. No, well, she jumps in Smash Bros, but not a great deal. She has, she has her fishing rod, which she can use to retract things to her. Um. She has, uh, I just, I don't know that she can do some of the, the acrobatics that are required to traverse these areas. Yeah, because even her up B in Smash is she just gets some balloons out and they're very inconsistent, you know, like an enemy yeah, can just pop and, them and she's down. And the, the way this works is that you're, I think we're, we're trying to give people the, the set of tools that the other character gets. So let's, I guess let's imagine that Isabel has been given Cappy, um, and and is able to possess enemies. Um, even I mean, even so, though, I don't I don't feel that she has sort of the dexterity needed. I don't think she. I mean, I don't want to be mean to Isabel because I love her, but her dog breed is meant to be one of the dumbest ever. So I feel like we gave. What a is her breed? She, uh oh, goddess! It's a Japanese one. I don't even know how to pronounce. Oh, it is it? Sec. Yeah, wh- is it a, actually what breed? Isabel. Isabel. I'm so I'm playing with fire typing the words Isabel and Breed in at the same time. <laughs> uh Shih Tzu. Okay. No, there we go. That's the one. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'm gonna type how acrobatic <laughs> is a Oh my god, can, can, I just wanna say this now. Uh when I Googled Isabel Dog Breed, uh in like the people also ask section, uh the first one is 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 Isabel from Animal Crossing LGBT? Um, and yes, it's, it's true. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't even have to... Oh, is she, is she? Oh my god, if you actually click on is Isabel from Animal Crossing LGBT, the, the Google recommended one is Isabel from Animal Crossing is undeniably pansexual. Uh, so thanks, wow. Google. Yeah, they've, they've confirmed that. Um, I'm actually watching a video right now of somebody, uh, with their Shih Tzu having her do, like, a bunch of sort of backflips and tricks across some platforms here. So, I could, mean, like, could that get I don't know. Through, could that get her through Mario, though? <laughs> also, like, I don't know, saying, I don't know that it's enough for Mario, but it is impressive. Like, because you're also saying that she has to have the same tools that, that, uh, Mario would have, and she wouldn't have, um, her owner there to encourage her to do all of these tricks with treats and i thought like that'd just take forever to beat the game if she had to be given a treat after doing like every trick yeah um so i'm sorry you can Isabel. see border collies running being a proud uh they have apparently they have good agility but uh, again like i'm watching this and i see that the platforms are it's good i i'm glad that i have footage of a dog platforming now but like 
I also don't think that it's enough because I'm remembering some pretty big jumps and some hat tricks you've got to do. And yeah. I think they require thumbs. Yeah, I, I can't see this working for her. I'm sorry, Isabel. All right. Well, uh, I guess we all knew it had to end up here, but uh, we are, of course, taking Mario into Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, <laughs> like, is... yeah, it definitely had to come to this. Um, okay, let's think for a moment. Think for one second. Mario opens his eyes and wakes up in the Shrine of Resurrection. He's been dead for a hundred years. Um, That's a Princess Mia Peach moment right there. Is in the castle using her Rainbow Kingdom magic, whatever, um, to stop Bowser from coming back. And Mario uh, wakes up. He's wearing. He's naked. Right lovely um and we get we get we we see that he does in fact have nipples and it's confirmed <laughs> there and I, I guess he climbs out and like you know does the whole like breathtaking landscape and then like he goes and talks to the old man i'm trying to think if there's anything like mario and link are both just like kind of guys like i know mario's shaped weird he's not like a human man but like he's just a guy um and it seems like, really, like, at the end of the day, he is just kind of Link, but, like, he can jump better. Yeah, so I feel like, if anything, he could probably get through Breath of the Wild a bit better than Link. Um, he might actually be able to, because he has the same weapons, he's got the glider, he's got the spells. Um, I mean, he can, he's already got some experience gliding with Flood, so this wouldn't be completely out of the ordinary for him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, hmm... I think that I'm trying to think of any, you know what, there, there is like a, the thing I'm thinking of right now is there's this game on, it's like an emulator somebody made of like a uh, Ocarina of Time and Mario 64 like mixed together. And like, that's sort of what I'm thinking of right now, where like you're, you're basically like you're Mario in the world of Ocarina of Time in that game. And like you're doing all your Mario 64 stuff. I can I can. I'm. Fa- I'm fairly confident that Mario can get through this. Mario's a resourceful boy, and he is. When he, he is. Yeah. Yeah, and he, when he picks up coins, he gets stronger. I mean, like his stand. I. I can't now. Now I'm thinking about Mario climbing, though. I don't imagine he does a lot of climbing. No, um, he he wall jumps. So if there's like some mm, tactfully okay. like positioned, I mean, I'm thinking about you know the sunshine level. Uh, which one is it? The one where you have to do, like, the cleaning the eel's teeth one. Oh, um, uh, Noki Bay. Noki Bay, yeah. And th- you have to do a lot of climbing in that, like, upper cliff. And he, he Yeah, you off. do, but, like, it is a lot of... Like I said, though, it, it is a lot of jumping uh, uh, back and forth. But, like, to be fair, I, I don't know that Mario really is... Su- like, I don't know. I think he could do it. I don't know that it would necessarily be easier for him to complete this game. And the win condition for this game is to defeat Ganon, right? Oh, like, he could, he could, he's defeated worse. He can do that. Yeah, I, I think that's possible. Especially with the... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see him doing that, actually. And what's funny is that I think in reverse, I, I don't think Link would have a chance in hell of, of making it through Mario Odyssey. Exactly. Uh, I mean, Mario managed to be a massive Bowser in a pit of lava using nothing but a water pistol. So I feel like I'm fairly confident that with a sword he could defeat Ganon. Right. They're um okay. Um all right, so let's let's we'll well I guess Mario will rightfully be Nintendo's champion in this fight. Um 
And then uh, our last grouping here is multi-platform games. So I wanted to give these guys a chance to stand out uh, from the last generation. Cool. Uh, coming in at number five, we have The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. We've got Geraldo de Rivera. Um, he is going to be climbing uh, Celeste Mountain. Do you think there's a lot of climbing in this game? It is almost that... exclusively, I guess, jumping and shooting upwards magically. Um, is this something Geralt's equipped to deal with? I, I don't think he's known for jumping up magically. I, he's known for many things. But yeah. I feel like that's a gap. It's in his not knowledge. his his verticality is not really part of that though. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he can climb. I just don't think he can climb in the way that he'd be needed to here. Um, yeah, and I mean, also his like, do you think that he would do a good job, sort of like finding like peace with his shadow self? No, I I feel like he would just drink that away. So yeah. I'm. I felt like Geralt was gonna. Um, how do you say? It? Is it Geralt or Geralt? I I think it's Ger. They say Geralt in the game. Geralt, I don't remember what yeah. they say in the show. It's been ages but... since I played it. Uh, Geralt. Okay. I. Yeah. I felt like he had this in the bag, but he's he's he cannot. He can't do this. No. It, I bet he he would never find all of those strawberries. Like he's no. I don't know. Um. All right. So. I guess we'll take Madeline uh, from Celeste with us uh, into the next game, into uh, uh, MGS5, The Phantom Pain. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I guess we'll give her a gun. Um, Madeline, I'm sorry. I, I don't... Maybe? I don't she's know. not the most... Okay, There's obviously there's a lot of stealthing in that game. There is also a lot of gun. Um, there is... I'm not confident of her, her abilities with a gun. Aren't there... I'm sure because it is Kojima. I'm sure there's a part where you have to pee on somebody. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm worried about her ability to to sort of maintain composure. And I don't th- see the thing. I think the point though is that like Sol. I think I don't think Snake really maintains composure throughout this game either. So um, yeah, but I feel like I mean Madeline's already got, got a lot going on. And I feel like the stress of all of this would just be too much. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I know well her whole game is about overcoming stress, but, like, this is all, it's a lot of guns, there's a lot of explosions, there's some war. She doesn't um, need all this. She doesn't need all this going on. I, I almost don't even want to bring her into this. Yeah. Um, I want, I want her to, I want her to, to stay where she we're is. We're taking, we're taking old Snake with us, specifically, <laughs> old, retired, solid Snake <laughs> with us. Um, I'm, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> nice. And he's coming with us into Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay. So, I feel like he would be good, but then he also would not get on with the authorities very well. So it would be a long... It would take him a while. He would be on that, like, five-star run, basically, the whole time. He leaves the house, and he's already on five stars. So, (laughs) it's gonna be... I'm not mad mad at that. I mean, like, I I think it could be good. I'm, I'm trying to think what... What the, what is the end of Grand Theft Auto Five? There is a story. Like what what is the end of that? Got it. It's been so long since I played it. I know they've re-released it like loads, but I haven't played it since yeah, PS3. Let's so see here. GTA Five ending. Um, there are three dramatically different endings: kill Trevor, kill Michael, or Death Wish. Now I feel like I don't know what Death Wish is. I know he could do the first two. He's killed many people. He's um, killed a lot of people. Yeah, and. 
So this, this, I mean, he'd be quite at home here because he's got to kill someone, but then he could get like a lap dance afterwards. So I feel like this is just a walk in the park for him. Um, you have to rob the Union Depository Bank of two hundred million dollars in a mission called the Big Score. After oh, he Franklin could... goes home to yeah. He could do that. Um, there's an FBI thing. Michael's family is killed in revenge. They hire a lawyer. Uh, there's a lot of stuff happening here. Um, the third option C is the cannon one, apparently. Which let's let's try to use that one. Um, uh, Franklin's character. Let's see here. Okay, so the death wish ending, I guess, is the is the canon one. Um, Franklin consults Lester Crest, GTA 5's heist mastermind. He devises a plan to lure the FBI. Blah 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 blah. Trevor kills Haynes. Michael kills an old enemy. There's a lot of killing. Um, Trevor stuffs Weston in the trunk of his own car and drives it to a cliffside in the Chiliad Mountain State Wilderness. The three push the car off a cliff, and the money from the heist is split among them. I think this is all stuff that Snake is definitely capable of doing. Yeah, I feel like this is this will be a breeze for him. I think. Yeah. All right. Let's let's take him with us into the number one game, which is uh, well, look who's back, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, of course. So like this, the only struggle here is that he would be without all of his futuristic shit. He, is this yeah. back to basics you know this is sort of like like i think he can keep his inherent abilities but like i think the weapons that he normally has he can't bring with him um does he rely so I mean, like it's been a while since i played a, a metal gear game does he rely too much on the gear there's a lot of tools he uses a lot but it, not necessarily the guns part of it like he has like you know the radar like the sonar stuff you know like yeah. all these weird like the emf disruptors or whatever you know like, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like you take that away from him, he's still got a good chance, you know? He's he's still got a good, he's got good survival abilities. He's got good crawl. He does good sneak. Um, does he... Red? Okay, Red Dead... I don't know the ending of Red Dead 2, so don't spoil it if you know it, but... No, um, I don't know it. That, that one is on my to-play list. Um, I'm gonna guess uh, it involves some Wild West shit. Yeah, you're a cowboy. Um... And you ride a horse a lot. Uh, I know that you do that. You collect oil from the mines. I don't, what were they doing back then? Churning uh, butter, probably. Gold rush stuff. Um, gold rush. Uh, um, subsistence farming. These are things I think he can pull off. You know, <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he if he retrained himself. Then... I think he's. A, I think the main thing. I think the main takeaway from Snake is that he's very resourceful. And he so... is. You know, he would struggle. Um, you know, but I it would take a lot getting used to having to like write to people manually rather than just like have them over the radio. That would suck. Yeah. It would. It would make the conversations in Metal Gear a lot more boring. I think you had to like write a letter yeah. and then wait for a reply. Um, I agree. But... I think that this. Oh, that is really funny though to like think of like you know the little the screen popping up. Yeah, and it's, that's like, what I was thinking. Writing yeah. a letter, <laughs> and then, like three days later, you get something in return. Like, okay. <laughs> like it would it would test his patience, but I think he can. But I mean, it is it's already a stealth game. I think it already is a test of your patience. Yeah. Um, so I I think I think Snake's got this. All right, we're gonna give it to him for this. So. That means our fi- we're going to take our final four contestants and we're going to throw them uh, into the pit to fight each other. Uh, those contestants <laughs> are Joker from Persona 5, uh, Cuphead, Mario, and Solid Snake. 
I'm now realizing all four of these characters are, are already in Super Smash Brothers and have already fought in the pit. Holy shit, they have as well, haven't they? Oh my um, god, Nintendo, you genius. Should we just- I think we have to just give it to Super Smash Brothers. We've like- we we accidentally <laughs> reinvented Smash. That is what we spent an hour and 17 an minutes hour, doing. Jesus Christ. Oh, we cr- I, I invented Super Smash Brothers. Oh. That's you know, that's the that's the uh, finale yeah. of this podcast. Is that yeah. Yeah, has now invented Smash Bros. This is actually an interest. This is a good time to tell this story, which I love. Which is that at the beginning, um, when um, uh, Sakurai was creating the first Super Smash Brothers for N sixty four, he was issued like when he to- he came to Nintendo with the idea and was like, "Oh, it's a platforming fighting game." They were like, "Yeah, I'd like build us a demo and we'll check it out." And he did not tell them that he was going to use Nintendo characters, nor did he go <laughs> through any of the this, licensing yeah. <laughs> for that. And so he walks in there, and he's like, all right, here's the demo. It's Mario, and he's going to hit Pikachu. <laughs> and <laughs> they were just like... <laughs> with how protective they are over those brands. They're fucking shocked. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, obviously, they loved it, and they were like, fuck yeah, let, like I love Mario hitting Pikachu. Um... <laughs> Which, I think they've gotten a little looser with that over the years, like, especially with Bayonetta 2, where they're like, mm. hey, um, because, like, I, I read a thing with Platinum, where they went in to go talk, Kamiya, like, went in to go talk with Nintendo when they were building Bayonetta 2, and he's like, hey, like, I want to put some Nintendo stuff in this game to really kind of secure it as, like, part of the Nintendo family, like, can we get, like, you know, some stuff in there, like, and he was just hoping that they were gonna, like, allow him to do, like, a skin or something, you know, and... Then he, like, they were, like, really enthusiastic. So he's like, do you think I could get, could I put Bowser in the game as a summon? And the Nintendo execs were just like, yes, we love this. Bowser <laughs> Bowser is a demon from hell. Nintendo is so inconsistent, because they'll be like... It's so weirdly inconsistent. They'll and he's be like, like, we can't have <sighs> gay stuff in Tomodachi Live, because that's that's too grown up. But then they're like, nah, like of course Bandit can be in Smash and like uh, At least know. they did have they do have they do have gay stuff in Fire Emblem, so they're, they they're warming up. They do. Um, They've got they have grown. Um it's it's they're they're like dangled in front of us though, because they were like, look at all these gay romance options and and like at the end of the day there's like there's like five lesbian ones and one gay romance option. <laughs> oh, oh god. It's like great, great, good job guys. It's a start. Um so yeah, welcome to uh I, I don't know, like I, I guess Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is the is officially the the best game of this this past generation. It has um, to be. It it literally just has to be. It, it it is kind of all the other games, I guess, so like because what we am can't, I gonna do? We can't make these characters fight each other because like you could do that in Smash and you get a different result every time. So yeah, exactly. with speed all day. Mm-hmm. Well, um thanks for joining us for the invention of Super <laughs> Smash Brothers Ultimate. Historical um, moment. <laughs> it's, we've been here for so long. Just guys, remember where you were when Smash Ultimate got, got invented <laughs> In, on on a, on November eighth, twenty twenty. Oh man. Um, okay, great. Uh, thank you guys for for joining us for this special episode. I promise we'll uh, we'll be back on track with a regular one next week. Um, and we'll 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 do more of the 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 same old uh, boring stuff that uh, fans <laughs> have come to expect um, instead of putting characters into the pit. 
<laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I think probably everyone can tell that it, is, it has been a week. But it's been it's a week been a for week. everyone. It's been a week for everyone, so... It's, yeah. it's Somehow it's been a week for, like, everybody everywhere just kind of, like, watching and being like, are we gonna die? <laughs> it was literally, <laughs> you know? like, this car crash I could not tear my eyes away from. It was... Yeah. And at the last moment, it's like, I, I think actually the best description of this I've seen was from Justin McElroy when he said, like, you know, when you're a kid and you're sitting in a car and you're dri- your family's driving at night and it's like really dark and stormy and the rain's coming down hard, but you're not worried because there's an adult driving the car. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, that is a good point. Yeah. God. Uh, maybe, and maybe don't, next no, week. And don't, don't get it twisted. The storm is still raging outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's for, the, for this weekend. Let's just pretend it isn't. That's, yeah. That's, and for this we'll weekend, back, that's enough. We'll, we'll go back into... Because it's ironic we're talking about fighting pits. I feel like that's, that's basically what we're in. Um, we'll jump back into the fighting pit next week. But this week, we're just gonna... We're just gonna sit back. Think about video games. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm so glad I can just think about video games again. <laughs> uh, for, a good, for a good five minutes, for a good five minutes before the Civil War starts. Great. Um, <laughs> Alright, so um, we have been a little bit backlogged on stuff, just trying to get all these things out. Um, but I think I will be... Um, I hope that I can get that Final Fantasy X video out this week. I'm sorry it has been taking so long, but I've I mean, had so much other stuff to pop up. It's pretty much my fault for accidentally making that like that slide list of the of the screenshots from the game so bloody long. And also, it's also Square's fault for just having really complicated games. I so. did watch the laughing scene, by the way. I enjoyed it quite a lot. It's such a <laughs> nice scene. It's such a nice scene. Um, I, and I know the context, people are like, oh, you're, like, missing the context, it's supposed to be forced laughing. <laughs> it Shut is! Up. No, I, will, I am with Shut those up. people. I am with those people. <laughs> no, you're, you're not intellectual enough. You actually have to have a very high IQ to understand the laughing scene in, in Final Fantasy X. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, uh, do you have any other, uh, cool things coming up, Ree? Oh, god, I've been away for too long. Um, what do I have going on? Uh, we're sort I feel of like, like we just I feel like we just entered like season seven of like life. <laughs> we did, didn't you know. We? So like on the horizon, we've got our award show coming up, the Lusties. Yeah. Which I think is the name we're we're, sti- we're sticking with that name. I like. That. Yeah, I, I think um, I think we're kind of stuck in it now. Yeah, it was a joke, uh, but now yeah, the Lusties. Uh, we're we're sort of planning that. It's our first time. Uh, we've had like uh, awards before, but this is the first time I think we're making like a really big thing about it. Um, primarily going to be video, it looks like, but then we'll also have some written stuff up. Uh, we're just going to have loads of different categories, obviously, like, the traditional ones, like, best game. Uh, I think we've also got, like, best sleeper hit, uh, best story. We got, yeah, biggest disappointment. <laughs> biggest know, disappointment. Yeah, uh, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun time. You can hear That one's going to be a, a pretty definitive battle between Mario and The Last of Us. Oh god, yeah. Let's see. If you want if you want an award ceremony where we talk shit about The Last of Us and Mario, then stay tuned for the Lusties. Stay tuned. I love I I love the Mario. But <laughs> look, I love the Mario man. I bought two of them because I'm gonna because because when it explodes on March thirty first 
and everyone's Nintendo system self-destructs, I'm going to be the last remaining <laughs> owner of a sealed copy of that game. Oh, you monster, you're one of those. <laughs> I, hey, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play, I didn't start this game. Uh, I'm just finishing it. No, yeah, you um, know what, don't, don't Alternatively, hate, unrelated don't hate player, if anyone. Hate the game. If anyone's interested in purchasing a copy of Super Mario 3D All-Stars for 300 US dollars next year, I would be glad to help you out with that. Um, <laughs> God damn it, Nintendo. Look what you're facilitating here. Yeah, I have... I have uh, however, I think uh, really exciting news, though, because of that fall of whatever... I don't know what they say. Forced obsolescence, I guess, is the idea. but yeah. Or something. But anyway, like because of the fact that they're getting rid of it like on March 31st, um, that game has, uh, been the highest pre-ordered game in video game history. Not surprised. So, congr- <laughs> That's sort congrats, of what everybody. when you're like, Well, hey, th- the thing is that, like, now. every other company saw that and was like, oh, hey, what if we also did that? Oh, I beg, so, please, game companies, look, I know Todd, I know you're listening, please. Like, yeah, don't. exactly, Todd, we-, we gave you a shoulder to cry on when you couldn't release, uh, Skyrim on PS5. Please remember that. Please remember that. Uh, all right. Well, um, yeah, like I said, we'll be back with our hopefully regular programming next week. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you guys for, for sticking around. I hope everyone's excited to get their, their grubby little Cheeto filled hands with on their, their, their new consoles. Um, my hands are personally mostly covered in, I guess my hands are mostly Dorito dust, I guess was where I fall in there. Mine, mine are um, mostly hand sanitizer. My poor controllers, they, they reek of like alcohol. Oh, that's that actually makes sense. I I should be I have a big hand sanitizer right next to me right now, but like I feel like whenever I'm in my home, I like just wash my hands like regular with yeah. soap and water, you know? Like hand it's sanitizer just... is more like outside. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um also my my poor my poor Xbox uh controller, my custom made Fallout one is just oh, it's it's just the grubby Oh, I don't have another no. word for it. Oh. Uh, been using it too much. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's let's close out here. Um, I guess I don't know how we're how are we how are we gonna close this one out. Um, Congratulations for surviving. Yeah, you know what? Here's my here's my um, my closeout. Um, I personally uh, live in uh, the state of Georgia. I live in Savannah, and you may have heard that we have. Uh, two runoff races here. Uh, it, it is. It looks likely that the count right now is forty-eight in the Senate is forty-eight to fifty. Um, it is likely that the entire fate of the Senate and therefore the United States hinges upon us down here in Georgia on these two no runoff pressure, elections. Guys. No pressure down here. Um, if you are interested in helping out with that, uh, John Ossoff and uh, Raphael Warnock are the two Democratic candidates um, in two separate Senate races. Um, if you are interested, please come help us. Uh, by the way, everybody is coming here. Like I saw, literally, like I think Biden's actually already here on his on his way here. Oh um, God, really? <laughs> yeah, Biden, the Obamas, Bernie Sanders, Andrew Yang, literally everyone is coming it's like to Georgia here for the next two weeks. Real life Smash Bros. I love it. Yeah. Um, if you are if you are in a position to donate some money to helping out here. Um, that would be really great because we uh, need some help campaigning and outreaching and I'll be doing that too. So um, yeah, I, I love having sort of the fate of the whole free world on my shoulders. It's really good. No, um, for real. Good luck guys. 
Yeah. Um. Did you have a? Didn't didn't you, don't you have some stuff going on there where they're like make they're killing poor people in the street? Oh, um, that's just an average Tuesday here. Um, we had the oh, because last time or a few episodes, a couple of episodes ago, I think. Um, I bigged up uh, people donating to food banks. Still very very important, especially now that we've entered our second lockdown, um, and people are losing their jobs. Uh, so if you're in the UK, uh, consider donating to a food bank. Uh, really recommend it. All right, I think that's good enough for now. Let's just let's just let's just uh, let's everyone just. Take a take a take a week. Everyone, we're, we're all. Everyone, take a day tomorrow and just kind of chill, and then we can we can get back down to the dirty business of video games. <laughs> yep, you know, just unwind and play the brand new game Smash Bros.